Elise and Jerry on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Taking a look into the East Room of the White House, Jerry, where we've seen many different Seahawks tweeting out photos. I loved one from Doug Baldwin tweeting out a photo of the lawn, saying, I could, I could run a couple patterns out there. It does look just like a beautiful lawn. One of those as a kid, you can see throwing a couple passes, maybe punting to one of your friends. But that's where they're at. They're at the White House today, but they got moved inside because of a threat of rain. Do you think that President Obama it's very will... Seattle. Yeah, exactly. Do you think President Obama will be late like President Clinton was when he met with Mike Holmgren and the Packers years ago? Do you think President Obama will be super late because he's out golfing? Uh, no, but he might be shooting some hoops. Is that, is that <laughs> what he'll be doing? I tell you what, if Pete Carroll sees yeah, him shooting hoops Pete from Carroll? 50 feet away, Pete's going to go play some ball with Obama. Where is everybody? Pete Carroll and Obama in the back shooting some hoops. They're playing a little horse. Sorry we're late, guys. I could, that's probably the most likely scenario of this ceremony, don't you think, is that Carroll and Obama are talking hoops and NBA playoffs and everything else? Yeah, absolutely. Pete is just a crazy, crazy basketball fan. I have not seen a picture of Marshawn Lynch yet on any of the photos that have been tweeted out from uh, the Seahawks. What, is he going to be wearing a, a tie? Yeah, like I said on Mitch in the Morning, if you had to guess one guy who might not have shown up, who would it be? Beast Mode. You think he just won't show up? I mean, we need to look on his Twitter account and find out if he's I there. I think he'd show surely, up, Surely he's he? there. It's I a once-in-a-lifetime type thing for a lot well, of guys. Some, some athletes get political with it. They, you know, in years past, you've heard guys that don't, and Marshawn Lynch doesn't strike me as a guy that's political, but there are some that just don't go or choose not to for political reasons. But I'm hoping that for the team, it, it, we mentioned it, Jerry, earlier in the show, this will be the last time you see this Super Bowl team together. And I would hope that all the guys could find a way to get there. Uh, those that have moved on, Golden Tate and others, uh, and then those, obviously, that ha- are still with this team, I would hope all of them could find a way to get there because it is something special. Uh, and how many, what, what percentage of people in the United States, you get a chance to go see the nation's capital, regardless of who is the president, you want to go do that. It's your nation's history. It's, it's an amazing opportunity that you will not get, again, perhaps in your life. Now, they may win another Super Bowl, but there are a lot of people that have been at that White House and thought, oh, I'll be back. They never were. Right. There are a few major perks to winning an American sports championship. And the first one is when you're on stage as soon as the game is over and you're able to get the Lombardi trophy and kiss it and uh, you've got – you're doing your interview on stage and you got your your team's ticker tape colors uh, are streaming. That's a huge moment. The second huge moment, I think, is when you come home and you have your parade. And that parade was fantastic. Uh, you know, it's something that I always remember. And then the third one, I, the third one is when you go to the White House to meet the president. And then the last thing that makes it real is on opening night when you have the banner that comes down in your stadium. And you know, unfortunately, it's not basketball where they do the ring ceremony there as well. I wish they did that in football, but it would last like twenty minutes. 
uh, to go out there and give everybody their rings, and they just don't want to do it that way in the NFL, so I understand it. But uh, those are the four real huge moments that are associated with winning a championship, and this one's going to be – this one's different, so different than the other ones because I think we're programmed as a society to when you do something extraordinary, uh, some dignitary honors you, you know, when you're a kid and you, you know, when you're a little kid awards, you know, you you have some event at the Chamber of Commerce or you get to go meet the mayor or you get to go meet your your uh, your congressman or your senator, all those things. Uh, this is the highest of the high for that. You know, they've won a championship. They get to go meet the president of the United States and hang out at the White House. Yeah, uh, there's just something in in, in our culture uh, that. Uh, makes us uh, dignify that, and makes us want to uh, want to go out and achieve something like that, you know, because it's just it's so rare, even for these guys, that they can be in the presence of the president of the United States. They're huge celebrities, some of them, but it's still special. It's not just every day that you can go shake hands and rub elbows with the president, and the leader of the free world, who's going to sit there and and chat about you. I I, I mean, it is. I'm sure for a lot of those guys, overwhelming in a sense. Like you talk about a I've made it moment. They've won the Super Bowl. This is just, as you said, it's a ceremony. It's not the game. It's not the parade. But I think maybe things have started to sink in a little bit now. I think it's true for the fan base as, as well. I'd love to hear your thoughts at 49451. Has it sunk in a lot more by this point that it's not going to feel so strange today when they're at the White House, or is it still just going to be like, what? Give your head a shake. These guys are the Super Bowl champs. They're the, they are the best team in the world, and they're going to go meet the president today. I think there's a lot because of so many years where the Seahawks franchise was one of the worst the seasons, even when you had Cortez Kennedy, you know, two and fourteen, and you know there was a there was a lot of there was many more seasons where they struggled than when they were great. It has not been some great run of success for the franchise, and so to see them there after all of those seasons where you open the season, you're just hoping to win eight. Eight would have been a great season, and now they're up there celebrating. I wonder if if it has truly sunk in yet for the twelves that. Okay, today maybe it feels more real than the day of the parade when it was, it was just a short time after the Super Bowl. Yeah, I still think for a lot of people it is it is surreal. Uh, you, you've said it every day. I mean, Seahawks fans have been able to say it every day for three months. Uh, they're the champions, you know, the world champions, even though the rest of the world really doesn't play football. But still, you're the world champions. Uh, you've had the parade. You've had all of those moments. But I still think you're you're kind of pinching yourself. Uh, because it's, I mean, it's just been a long time coming. And and let's just focus just on Seahawks fans. I mean, they've waited this franchise's entire existence for this moment. And then what's even crazier is you just get this feeling that I have this strong feeling that this isn't the most significant thing they're going to do during this run. The first championship is great and all of that, but I think there's, you can't guarantee anything, but I think there's more greatness to come. A text and that's what's in. really crazy is that you just can't sit there and bake in it because you think, oh, man, this will never happen again in my lifetime. A lot of people who thought five years ago that it would never happen in their lifetime, now they're thinking, how many of those trophies are they going to get? And you don't have to be laughed at if you could sit there and say, 
I think this team could win three Lombardi trophies during their run. Yeah, I don't think anybody's laughing at that because of their youth and being one of the youngest teams in the NFL and having such a young core as well. Uh, but this will be – what makes this special to me is that it is the last time that this group will gather as a whole. When they get those rings, many of the guys that were huge part – played a huge part won't be there. They'll be with their other teams. And that's going to happen every year. There's turnover every year. We certainly saw it. One of the texts that just came in, should the Seahawks try and leave something behind at the White House to pick up next year? <laughs> I think they'd leave behind. Like a little time capsule. I thought they should have done that at, at Giants Stadium when they went there during the regular season. A little time, uh, open it back up. How'd we get here? You know, I mean, the, the T-shirt, Russell Wilson had it on the other day, the T-shirt all in again. Uh, they're going to try to do this again. Why not? Yeah, why don't you just tell, you know, Hey, Obama, hold this for me because I'm going to come see you next year. Uh, we'll see. It's a, it's, a, it's, a special, it's a special day, but I just get this feeling that uh, there, there's more greatness to come from this team. It just, there's an aura about them. Um, and maybe when you're, when you're talking about the president and all these things, uh, that sort of adds, it kind of heightens it. It gets you even more hype. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel – they're going to be very comfortable in this environment, just like they were very comfortable at the Super Bowl. And Obama better get ready because well, he's got a couple more years left. He it, might be seeing them quite a bit. Yeah, just in case Obama needed a reminder, or even you, the 12s, need a reminder of why they're at the White House. Just remember. Harvin was back. It lands in front of him at the 11. Gets it on a bounce. He goes to the 15. Breaks a tackle. 20 comes up the middle of the 30. Breaks another tackle. The 40. He makes a move by the kicker. He's gone from the 50 to the 40. It's a foot race to the 30 down the near side. The 20, the 10, the 5, and it's a touchdown. Percy Harvin has just returned the opening kickoff of the second half. 88 yards. And Seattle's lead has gone to 28 to nothing. Jerry, that was probably the loudest cheer throughout the Super Bowl for Seahawks fans. Maybe the missed snap for Denver, that first play, but that Percy Harvin, when you're not instead of cheering against, but cheering for your own, uh, certainly was the loudest play. One of the reasons why they're standing up on the podium right now. I see a bunch of big men. I on see stage. a bunch of big boys on the stage, suited up. <laughs> I can't see the face right now. Who's wearing the, the pink tie? Just a giant of a man. I can't tell who that is. I don't have my contacts. I mean, I, I, I want to say. It's hard to tell. I want to say Michael Bowie, but I don't think it's him. It, it could be Bailey. It, Bowie or Bailey? <laughs> Bailey I, or think, Bowie I think it's Bailey because I think I just saw it, Bowie. It's one of them. By. I just saw Bruno Giacomini, so he is back, now a member of the New York Jets. Yeah, the entire team is taking their place up on the podium, uh, and they're about to be honored. Uh, we want to thank Q13 for the live feed. We're going to take you as soon as the ceremony begins. We will take you out to the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., to hear what President Obama has to say about honoring these guys. And we said there's going to be – he's fun. He gets it. He's a sports fan. He knew about Richard Sherman. And uh, I'm expecting this to be not just a – run-of-the-mill ceremony, but it, there will be some exchanges. There's going to be something fun. Pete Carroll's going to have something to say. Is that Jesse Williams? I think Jesse Williams has his inside. He's got his jacket inside out like 
Fresh Prince style. I mean, it looks like one the of those. One? Remember back when the, the Fresh Prince used to do? I think, I think that is. Yeah, that is Jesse Williams. Is I don't know. A, hey, now come on, you can't go 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 uh, see the president in some in a purple crazy suit? purple flower jacket. Come wow. on, those, man. Those look like uh, <laughs> daisies, purple daisies. I like the purple. I mean, that's the most powerful color in the world, Jerry. But uh, I don't know about the flowery print for Jesse Williams. He's making a. He's making his presence known. I don't know how that man finds a jacket. I mean, he's like taking two whole things of fabric to make his jacket. He is so, his shoulders are enormous. All I know, you wear a jacket like that, you better come back healthy this year (laughs) and productive. Yeah, you you better. You better be in that defensive line rotation Uh, wearing that purple jacket. Some of the uh, texts coming in, uh, it is still surreal. I still feel like we do not get the recognition we deserve. They talk about everyone else but us. We are the champs. Go Hawks. They're up there ready to be honored right now. They're fitting all these fellas on the stage. Yeah, you normally see this. It's outside. It's too bad. But you'll remember this in a different setting than most teams that are honored at the White House. There's impending rain in the forecast. B.J. Daniels has a bow tie on. Brandon Browner is there. It's good to see him. Uh, you know, one thing that was really impressive to me about how close of a team they were when Brandon Browner got suspended and all that, all those guys continued to give him credit and continued to talk about him where they could have just dismissed him as someone, Elise, who uh, made a mistake and, and potentially cost them an opportunity to, to win games. But instead, they embraced him like a brother, and there he is. I mean, you're going to see Brandon Browner's face when Obama comes on stage right there. You know, I mean, Russell Wilson, uh, Doug Baldwin, Cam Chancellor, uh you see Richard Sherman, Brandon Browner's right there in that back row next to Malcolm Smith and uh, Mike Morgan. Uh, it's, you know, I mean, that, that's almost that's making a huge statement because they could have just said, hey, Brandon, why don't you stand in the back? But they're just going to appreciate him just like he's a part of this team. We'll take you down now. President Obama honoring the Seahawks in the nation's capital. They are lined up. As you mentioned, the captain's in front. The 12th man flag flying at the White House, Jerry. Inside, is it the East Room? Flagging the, the, flying the flag at the White House. A lot of Seahawks jerseys. <laughs> I still haven't seen Marshawn Lynch. Seriously. I mean, where is he? I, I don't I, know. I, he, he, He's he probably would, in the corner with a hood on. He'd have to be one of the ten guys in the center there. I don't. Yeah, I have not seen. But is a huge right now. The guys that are on stage, they're not showing each and every one of them. It, it's kind of a a wide angle lens right now. They're focused. Richard Sherman is in front. Russell Wilson with his new hair. That is is clean shaven. Looking fresh. As you're gonna go. I like that. Yeah, That's it looks good. good but it. it for a moment, you're like, who's the short guy? Percy <laughs> you know, Harvin. Like, you used to seeing his big curls. Percy Harvin just dwarfs Earl Thomas, and Percy Harvin isn't the biggest guy in the world. Yeah, Earl Thomas in the front <laughs> as well. Cam Chancellor wearing the Earl the, said, the I can stand tie. on my wallet now, though. <laughs> That's one thing he could say for sure. Those are the guys out in front. It's funny looking at the reaction of the team right now. Just all smiles. 
It's kind of like reminds me of when you're in elementary school and you have to line up on the risers like that for a <laughs> choir concert. Or picture day. You know, you're all lined up in your best Sunday best out there with your suit on. I just saw Big Red Brian, who will always be one of my favorite Seahawks, uh, just a professional guy. I uh, wish him the best in Jacksonville as well as Chris Clemens. Uh, Jacksonville, or Seahawks South in Jacksonville at least, I think they're going to be a much improved football team uh, with Gus Bradley and being able to incorporate a lot of the things that he learned from Pete Carroll. Uh, so, you know, their quarterback situation is still a mess, but – uh, there's a lot of Seahawk there in Jacksonville, and that'll be one of those teams that I keep my the eye on. President of the United States, accompanied by Coach Pete Carroll, Paul Allen, John Schneider, and Peter McLaughlin. I want to thank Q13 for their live feed. We're taking here on Sports Radio KJR as the president is about to speak. All right, everybody have a seat. Welcome to the White House. Um, let's give it up for this uh, quiet, reserved bunch called the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> World champions. Best football team in America. I, I, I considered letting Sherman uh, up here to the podium today. Uh, giving him the mic, but, but yeah, we, we got to go in a little bit. So. Um, obviously, we got some big Seahawks fans here today. That includes, uh, I know there's some members of Congress here who are, who are huge Seahawks fans. We've also got the Secretary of Interior, Sally Jewell, who's a big Seahawks fan. We got, we got Seattle Mayor Ed Murray in the house, a big Seahawks fan. Uh, I want to congratulate Coach Pete Carroll uh, for uh, his outstanding leadership. Uh, I think those of us who uh, you know, are, are in leadership positions uh, across disciplines. We're always looking uh, at folks who do things the right way. I think uh, it's pretty clear that uh, Coach Carroll does things the right way, and, and we're very proud of him. Um, Seahawks owner Paul Allen, uh, who, who has done a great job. Congratulations to him. We've got General Manager John Schneider, who put together this outstanding uh, uh, organization organization, but uh, I'm curious where the, the championship belt is today, John. <laughs> we, are, we are here to celebrate, we're here to celebrate the first Super Bowl victory for the city of Seattle. During the regular season, Seahawks tied for the best record. Suffocating defense led to uh, led the league in points allowed, yards allowed, interceptions, takeaways, turnover margin. They beat the rival 49ers. I knew uh, I, I knew you guys would 
would clap on that one, uh, in the NFC Championship game. Uh, and then dominated one of the best uh, offenses in the NFL, uh, beating the Broncos by 35 points. Uh, of course, I don't need to tell you how uh, outstanding the Seahawks are because they did a pretty good job of uh, describing themselves uh, as outstanding during the year. Uh, you may have heard about the Legion of Boom. Uh, you know, uh, Richard Sherman and Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor and Byron Maxwell, who combined to form the best secondary in football. Uh, you had a dominating defensive line with guys like Michael Bennett and Red Bryant, uh, Brandon Meebane and Brandon Meebane's belly roll dance, uh, you know, all combining to... We can't do that here in the White House. <laughs> There's Super Bowl MVP Malcolm Smith. You've got... You've got uh, breakout star Percy Harvin. He's not here today, but we got to give props to Beast Mode, Marshawn Lynch. I am sorry that Marshawn's not here because I, I just want to say uh, how much I admire his approach to the press. <laughs> I want to get some tips from him. It's about the action. <laughs> and then there's Russell Wilson, who you may not recognize because his, his locks are shorn. He has cut his hair. Where's Russell? There he is. I was telling him he looks okay this way, too. You know, he doesn't have a peanut head or anything, but... Um, <laughs> So, so Russell has won more games through his first two seasons than any quarterback in history. In history. He also became uh, only the second African-American quarterback ever to win a Super Bowl, and the best part about it is nobody commented on it, which tells you uh, the progress that we've made, although we've got more progress to make. And, 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 and part of the reason that, that I think uh, Russell uh, inspired a lot of folks uh, is he's been proving the doubters wrong for a very long time. For years, uh, folks said he'd be too short uh, to succeed as a quarterback in the NFL. Uh, five quarterbacks were drafted ahead of him, which is a familiar story for a lot of these Seahawks. You got three starters in the secondary who were taken fifth round or lower. Nineteen players on the roster weren't drafted at all. Last year, a pundit had the gall to call the receiving court pedestrian, which I heard made angry Doug Baldwin <laughs> even angrier. Um, so, so let me just say, as a guy uh, who was elected president named Barack Obama, I root for the underdogs. And, um, and so, 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 so seeing folks overcome the odds excites me, but it also uh, excites me uh, when you see uh, the whole being greater than the sum of its parts. And, and that's what team is all about, and this is a team. And it's not just about football. These guys have been overcoming adversity off the field as well. You've got fullback Derek Coleman, who's been legally deaf since he was three years old. Um, you know, I joke about Richard Sherman, but, you know, he grew up in Compton uh, amid... Uh, some wonderful people, but also gangs and drugs and guns. 
His dad had to wake up uh, before 4 a.m. every day to drive a garbage truck. Uh, but because of his dad's hard work and his family and his mom, and, you know, Richard ended up earning a, a 4.2 GPA in high school. Won a scholarship to Stanford. Uh, you know, he, he showed kids from his neighborhood that they could make it. And, and you know, if he seems a little brash, it's because you've got to have attitude sometimes if you are going to overcome some of this adversity. And the fact that he still goes back uh, to inspire high schoolers uh, for higher goals and, and making better choices, uh, you know, that's, that's all-star behavior. And he's not the only one giving back. You know, Russell spends every Tuesday, even during the se season, visiting sick kids at the Seattle Children's Hospital. Uh, Coach Carroll's a, uh, a Better Seattle and the Better LA organization works uh, to keep at-risk youth away from drugs and violence. Paul Allen's uh, Family Foundation has given millions of dollars uh, for medical research into traumatic uh, brain injuries, which uh, obviously is a concern of the NFL, but also is a concern to our troops uh, and, and people all across the country. As a team, the Seahawks raised more than $700,000 this year for causes like supporting our troops and strengthening our schools. And that spirit of working hard and giving back has endeared this team to its fans in a way that most cities can't replicate. Now, part of it is you all have that stadium that is kind of cheating because it's so loud. Uh, you know, you, you, you hired some physicist to make it so... There are a lot of really smart people, you know, at Microsoft and up in those places that can design these things. Um, uh, so we can't talk about the Seahawks without talking about uh, the 12th man. And, uh, uh, you know, last season, the, tw uh, the 12 set a record not once, uh, but twice for the loudest crowd noise in history. Now, history is a long time, so, so that's really loud. So loud on multiple occasions, they've actually created minor earthquakes, which is disturbing, and you should <laughs> think about that. Um, after the Super Bowl, when they had the chance to celebrate, they, they let loose in true uh, Seattle uh, style, and while some got a little carried away, uh, there's actually video of a huge group of Seahawks fans interrupting their celebration to wait for the walk sign before crossing an intersection. <laughs> so... That, that's Seattle for you. <laughs> so congratulations to the 12s. Congratulations to the players, the coaches, the staff, the owners. Congratulations to the Seattle Seahawks and the whole city for an outstanding season. Thank you, Mr. President. I can't believe I'm saying that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. President, on, uh, for all of this, the guys here that represent this football team that uh, represent so much more than just ourselves, uh, our owner, Paul Allen, uh, this tremendous following that we have. The 12s are here again. Uh, it's, it's a very, very special opportunity for us. We're very thankful and grateful to be part of it. You know, this is a bunch of guys that came together. Uh, we were looking for, to celebrate uniqueness and differences and uh, this is a different bunch of guys, now I want to tell you. And they've got, a, they've got a way about them that's very, very special, and they've come together and shared a, a unique 
mission and goal to do something really special that we're really proud of. And uh, I hope we can continue to demonstrate that. These guys are that, that kind of people. And uh, so we're very proud to be here. And I do know that uh, you, know, you have access to some of the great special force units anywhere and you can do whatever you need to do but I want you to know that just a phone call away is the boom the boom is there <laughs> in case we need uh, for, for some sort of special mission you that's right know. that's right you never know you never know they will right. be just a phone call away and uh, so we're grateful to be here thank you very much and we're very proud thank you congratulations thank you all right you guys want to take call the why don't you guys take, let, let's take this down and we'll get a good picture. All right? Oh, hold on a second. Wait, wait. Sherman probably wants to say something. Official 12 man member. Official 12 month. Come, why don't we put this uh, podium down and that way we can uh, get a good picture. President Obama has the 12th man flag. They're moving the podium to take a picture with President Obama and the team, Paul Allen, Pete Carroll, all in front of the 12th man flag. Who's got the biggest grin out of all of them, Jerry? Pete Carroll. As they say, cheese with the 12th man flag. Thank you all. So there it is, the ceremony from the White House. I thought President Obama killed it like he was a fan he had the angry doug baldwin reference he had he, been prepped very well whoever helped him with this speech did a fantastic job of representing uh, everything you know all the way to the 12th man you know from russell wilson all the way to the 12th man really representing and capturing the essence of uh who the seattle seahawks are poking and, fun at richard sherman how 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 surreal it must be when you're a richard sherman and you've got the president joking with you like that uh just just unbelievable for a john schneider john schneider a guy who's five foot one and uh <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding on that but uh, you know just someone who is in the background uh doesn't really want a lot of publicity he's joking with him about his uh wwe belt uh that he wore and so they did a, they did a great job finding every little detail about this team and really representing who they are uh i like the fact that obama included the fact that they are they're incredibly brash. That They will tell you how good they are. Yeah. But then he explained in very good detail the reasons behind why they are who they are. I thought it was just a, a fantastic ceremony. Yeah, he – if you're not a fan of Obama, and there's many that are not, the one thing he is very good at, though, is these kind of things where he's interacting with, uh, you know, the, the speeches and at the podium. I thought he absolutely nailed it. Uh, some of the texts and the tweets coming in – uh, Elise watching, and I can't stop smiling. So very proud. Um, load up the phone lines. I'd love to hear your reaction to this at 800-829-0950 and 286-9595. ton of texts coming in, tweets at Elise KJR and at Jerry Brewer. Hearing that and how surreal it is, what a great day to be a 12. Another one, goosebumps. Uh, Got to hand it to them. This has been really good. Go Hawks. Um, Another one, yo, Baldwin, fix your tie. Was his tie messed up? I missed that one. I, I, nothing about Jesse Williams' jacket, probably because most people don't know who he is because he's never played a down on the field. <laughs> but that purple jacket, that's going to be something that we're going to laugh at for a while. I am just all smiles watching the Hawks. 
such an honor. And we want to thank Q13 for that feed. Uh, you could have uh, watched it on Q13 or if you're out there in your car, uh, listen to it right here on Sports Radio KJR. Another one. Thank you for the play-by-play. I'm in my truck out in the middle of nowhere. I thought I was going to miss it. So It was really cool. And you're the one who kind of called this, Elise. Remember when we did yesterday, if we could tell – Obama, what to commend the Seahawks for, all the suggestions. Maybe they were listening in on that. I, I seriously doubt it. They're probably more important things to do. But you're the one who Think brought it up, the I whole the idea of his underdog tale mixing in with their underdog tale. And he went there. Uh, he went there big. And that was one of those moments that, you know, I mean, it it it, it got the heart racing to, to hear him connect himself and kind of how he, he, uh, he came to be president to how they came to be champions. I mean – we're talking about a different scale and everything, but uh, it just it g- gave you all those those warm, nice, warm and fuzzy feelings about what it is to be an American. He encapsulated what this team will be remembered for really well. Yes, they're brash, they're confident. Legion of Boom, Russell, Marshawn, Pete Carroll, the fun, he, the competitiveness. That's that's but what to, he to did. To take it down from that all the way to the substance of them, though. That's something that most people who haven't experienced this entire run with the Seahawks don't do. They did an incredible job researching and hitting all the right notes for this football team. Yeah, well done. That's our reaction. Love to hear yours at 286-9595. Mike in Auburn, what'd you think? You just heard President Obama in the ceremony honoring the Hawks at the White House. What'd you think, Mike? I'm speechless. For 30-some-odd years since I was able to watch, I've been a fan all those years of those bad seasons and stuff like that, and finally it has come here. It is still unbelievable. But one thing about Pete Carroll and stuff like that, I have to give the props. You know, they're they're drafting smart players. You know, they're not just good. They're, they're educated. They're very smart players and stuff like that. And I hear people from other cities talking about Sherman's and how he's, he's trash-talking. But to realize how educated he is and stuff like that, it's just unbelievable. I'm just speechless right now. Anyway, yep. have a good one. Yeah, you too. That's, uh, I think, a lot of people right now, certainly. Jerry, you watch that, and it's, like we said, it is surreal. You knew it was coming. You knew the parade was coming. For a fan base of the Seahawks, they've never celebrated this before. It's almost like you don't really know what it's going to feel like. I didn't expect it to be that special, at least. I didn't expect uh, all of the people who did the research for this president's speech to uh, to be that detailed and that invested in getting it right. And you know Obama's going to deliver it unlike anyone. I mean, he's just a great, great public speaker. I love Marshawn. It's unfortunate he can't put his ego aside and stop to smell the roses. That is a text coming in. That's not out of my words. I don't think that probably is it. He wasn't there, and I— I'd... It's very Marshawn, but let's let's see if there's some reasoning behind it. I don't want to jump to any conclusions just yet about it. Yeah, no, it. I don't either. If he doesn't—look, that's an opportunity of a lifetime— it's not something you have to be at. If he's not into it, I don't care. What it's most of the team was there. I think it would have been great if Marshawn would have been there. And certainly President Obama mentioned him by name. I think Brandon Browner, obviously we know he was there. We saw Bruno Giacomini. We saw Golden Tate. Saw Paul McQuiston. Um, I think most of the players that have moved on to other teams and opportunities were there. Red Bryant was there. I didn't mm-hmm. see Chris Clemens, Bryant. but I think he was expected. So uh, it'll be interesting to, to to do the tally and see, you know, how many guys that actually missed it. Uh, it's disappointing. I mean, my first question is, how could you miss this one, yeah. Marshawn? I know. Uh, I, like, so I, I'm interested to know what the reason is behind it, but I'll reserve judgment until then. 
One of the texts coming in, that was the best speech from a president about a team that I've heard. Is that looking through just because it's our lens? It was pretty good. I don't know how you do any better. Whoever helped write that speech for him and the delivery, that was brilliant. It was really good. All of these are incredible ceremonies and everything, but most of them are are normally pretty shallow. Most of them are just about the photo. Yeah, most of them are just about the photo opportunity. This one was a nice moment. You got a nice I mean, how long did Obama speak about him? 12 minutes? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Maybe longer than that? Yeah. It was fantastic. It was really good. Uh, uh, the White House ceremony has concluded. A uh, lot of smiles around the Puget Sound today, the Pacific Northwest. The Seahawks being honored at the White House, and it was a fantastic ceremony. ton of smiles from the 12s and even more so from those players. Uh, if you were just listening right here on radio, the one thing that really stood out was you could see when you use the phrase beaming, those guys were beaming. You could tell how much pride they had that they had earned the right to go celebrate with the leader of the free world at the nation's capital. What a special day to be a Seahawk and to be a Seahawk fan. It's Elise and Jerry. We're coming right back right here on Sports Radio KJR. Elise and Jerry on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Well, that was fun. A lot of reaction coming in on the text line. I like this one. Why wasn't Marshawn there? Marshawn got stopped by security, refused to answer their questions because he thought they were reporters. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Um, To kind of tease the Ian Furness show coming up, Puckett. And Ian, they're already soliciting these responses for why Marshawn wasn't there. They're going to do one of their very, very funny, very good Puckett and Furness bits on this. So I'm very excited to hear about what they come up with. Why Marshawn? Why my Marshawn wasn't there. He had a lunch with the boys down at Sizzler. That was worth coming in. (laughs) Um, He was sitting in his tidy whities on the couch with some Skittles and Fireball. (laughs) Oh, he loves his Skittles and his Fireball. Um, he had something rather, else he had to do. But for today, I mean, whatever will trickle out maybe this afternoon about why he wasn't there. But for today and for the players that were there and for everyone who got to listen to it uh, or TiVo it or whatever, hear about it, what just an amazing tribute to that team's run and to this city even it was. I mean, it was just uh, they went above and beyond at the White House. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't expect them to honor them in that way. I, I thought that it wa- nailed it. 10 out of 10, everything that you wanted to have said about that team and what they were about and what they embodied was said. thought it was great. Uh, the whole team up there looking good in their suits and just beaming with pride. Really well done. We closed the show with what we learned, and here was the president in case you missed it. I talking about Sherman. Letting Sherman... Uh, up here to the podium today. Uh, giving him the mic, but but yeah, we we got to go in a little bit. So. That's good. That's good. Sherman's a little character of Obama's now, you know. I like yeah. it. He's kind of embraced that because he knows Sherman can take a good joke. And he went on to talk about Richard Sherman and his 4.2 GPA and coming out of Compton and why yeah. that was special. He can poke fun, and but because he knows the true character of Richard Sherman, which I, the one thing about Mich- Richard Sherman that I think is a Seahawk fan, he's been miscategorized by so many. Drives me nuts when people assume that 
who Richard Sherman is because of a 30-second interview he did with Aaron Andrews and not really and hating him for that it's okay but why don't you find out who he really is so maybe he's risen above it all that's why he's uh one of time magazine's most 100 influential people here was the president talking about your gm i think the mvp of this whole thing john schneider you got general manager john schneider who put together this outstanding uh uh organization organization but uh, I'm curious where the the championship belt is today John <laughs> now that how does he know I, yeah. there are some 12s that don't even know John Schneider after the NFC championship just no shirt on with like a WWE style belt on in the locker room and the pitcher tweeted out and they tried to be like I don't want that out there I don't want that out there Hilarious. He's got to embrace it. He's got to he embrace it now. He put that in the speech. How does he know that? That's awesome. They did a great job researching the Seahawks. Yeah, I they mean, really they, did. They, they took- researched this thing like it was a State of the Union address, it feels <laughs> yeah. like. Nobody's complaining, right? It's really cool. I mean, it's cool to be honored at the White House at any point in time. I talked to uh, uh, Lenny Wilkins uh, yesterday kind of about uh, you know, they went during the Jimmy Carter, and Jimmy Carter wasn't a real big sports fan. Yeah. So it was a little bit flat. Uh, but it's got to be awesome to go when, when you know the president is a huge sports fan. Obama's a big-time sports fan. Um, George W. Bush was a big sports fan. I got a chance to talk to uh, Jim McLaughlin, the Washington volleyball coach, about going there after their 2005 title. And President George W. Bush tells him, you kick their asses. <laughs> Jimmy, you kick their asses. <laughs> and like, how, how do you, when the president tells you that, what do you say I don't to know. that? Is it, is and he it, said, thank you, Mr. President. Yeah. Because <laughs> what do you know to say? Any funnier than Mike Holgren said yesterday about George W.'s father? Oh, yeah. you like him young, Mike. <laughs> and it was his daughter that had come into the White House. That's good stuff. That right there is good stuff. Uh, the swing and a miss for today. Well, Jerry, uh, it was yesterday. Swing and a miss. Tweeted out yesterday yes, watching the Mariners, and I'm like, wow, look at Ryan Franklin go. Man, he's fast or something. And I'm like, oops, Nick Franklin. As soon as I typed it in. <laughs> what? I yeah, can't. You, you can't stop. It's like a song. I cannot get out of my head. I can't. Why do I put Ryan instead of Nick the Stick? We've talked about this for months. I have. Uh, there's a part of my brain that is missing when it comes to switching Ryan to Nick Franklin. You yeah. think this will do it? That was my no. It, it won't do it. It won't. You, you know, not, my, even, not even seeing it in writing and then being made fun of for not knowing the difference between Nick and Ryan Franklin. My swing and a miss is is my ability to uh, transpose words. I got like some kind of dyslexia, dyslexia going on. Swing and a miss. Because I said uh, uh, most one hundred influential people <laughs> times <laughs> one hundred most influential people. Yeah, that would be better. The sports radio host who can't talk. Well, you know. There's a bit that that is done about that in in some city, you know, having fun with the sports radio host who can't talk, who has uh, difficulty mangling or who mangles his words. There I go, messing up something again. (laughs) The the problem is, Jer, the problem is that that our segment would be a little bit too long if that's what we were doing. Uh, The other swing and a miss before we get out of here, and Ian Furness and Puckett will take it for you. Swing and a miss. Um, Hisashi Iwakuma, I said, had on the season one walk. He actually has two. Swing and a miss by me. You missed the walk. 
I did. I missed the walk, which is a big deal because you know what? That's double the amount. You're That's overhyping huge. Iwakuma. I am. Damn it, he had two walks this season, not just one. Where did, I thought that was his first one given up yesterday, but he'd had one before. I I missed the mark on that one. Swing and a miss for me. Uh, it is Ian and Puck coming up next. They're going to want to hear from you about really where was Marshawn Lynch. It's coming up right here, Sports Radio KJR.